0: I find this
1: scientifically fascinating. You're listening to KUCI Irvine. Disengage this computer now. Broadcasting at 88.9 FM. Hello, computer. And on the web at kucci.org. The most reliable computer ever made. And streaming through iTunes. Don't expect any mercy during the Great Robot Wars. Antiqua Radio brought to you by Machines. Returning to normal broadcast in free. Two, one. You're listening to 88.9 FM KUCI in Irvine. The opinions expressed on this program do not reflect the views of KUCI or the University of California, Irvine.
0: KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Thank you for listening to Our Digital Future here on KUCI 88.9 FM every Friday, 4 p.m. I am your host, Ziba and Today we have a special guest slash intern. You want to introduce yourself?
1: Yep. It's uh, Ryan Ha.
0: And what brought you to KUCI today you wanted to intern to learn about? public affairs programming, as well as music programming? Yep, yep. And so tell us, um, you're a student here on campus?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm a third year um, business information management major.
0: Oh, third year. So um, what made you find out about KCI um, this year? Did you know about it your first year?
1: Um, I've known about KCI since my, my first year, yeah. Um, but I guess I got... I was interested second year to do it but I was too busy and third year I thought it was a good time too. oh good so
0: what's the topics of your show what do you think you want to have a public affairs to do with your major maybe or is it just something different Um,
1: probably not but um, I was thinking like um, because I would play music and I'm really interested in like local bands in NorCal and SoCal and maybe I will just like talk about um, just like Certain venues and, like, certain shows, maybe reveal it, maybe talk about, I don't know, just like, uh, I'm not really sure yet.
0: Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> How do you think. like the um, training class so far? Is this, what week is this um, for the quarter? I'm not on the quarter system anymore.
1: Uh, I'm actually not sure either.
0: <laughs> okay, but then um, you guys have, well, December's the end of the quarter, so you guys have, like, a month left, probably, mm-hmm. and then it's over. So how's, um... Have you interned on any other shows yet?
1: Yeah, I've interned with Amy on um, Pixelated Harmonies.
0: Oh, so a music show, correct. How how was that?
1: It was pretty good. It was very helpful.
0: Oh, great. So hopefully I'm as helpful for you here. Um, We have some background music going. It's Tristeza. Hope everyone likes that instrumentals. And then to start off the show, let me tell you, you heard some Hey Mercedes. And we played track two off of the album Every Night Fireworks that song was called Every Turn and if you ever hear um, any show that I do you know I always like to play some Hey Mercedes or Braid or City on Film or Firebird Band these are all um, bands from the Midwest which are pretty indie and I enjoy the Midwest especially now because that's where I go to library school and this show is that's why I have a public affairs show talking about libraries. I also work at the UC Irvine libraries, so I try to just have anyone. Last week we had a pharmacy, a pharmacist. She was a pharmacy student when she was a patron of the medical libraries at USC. So our guest, Rena, was just telling us her experiences over the three years she was a USC pharmacy student in the medical libraries. So she did spend a lot of time there, so she did know a lot of the resources and was a fan of libraries. So um, I think everyone, in one way or another, has come across a library in their lifetime and has something to say about it, hopefully positive. But we like to just discuss, you know, any improvements, but specifically um, the show title is Our Digital Future so that we can discuss the future of our information spaces because, you know, there's been a change from printed material to electronic material everything's going more online with the social networks and there's um, digitization of print and archives we like archives as well we have digital archives um, just recently the long beach public library had a great resource I didn't know about until I took a tour and they told me that they said, hey, did you know there's a Long Beach Digital Archive online free to anyone? You just go to the website and you could check out actually old yearbooks from the city of Long Beach. So yearbooks from 1908 to 1955 of the high school I went to myself in Long Beach, because that's where I'm from, from, they were available as PDFs. So whole entire yearbooks from like 100 years ago was really cool, especially for me because tomorrow is my 10-year high school reunion and i'm on the committee so to promote for the ten-year high school reunion ticket sales i actually used some of the images from the long beach Digital archive long beach poly high yearbooks from like hundred years ago just to show everyone you know on the social networking sites that hey this was us like a hundred years ago come to our ten-year high school reunion so you might not know but archives and libraries can be useful for anyone in any way everywhere just if you just take the time to look at the website or go into the buildings you're just going to be hopefully excited about what you see and learn i'm just signed up for my spring semester of library school um, I, for those who don't know um, librarians are required to obtain a masters of library information science before they can even apply for a position so That's a degree I'm working on. Um, I just previously finished a bachelor's of film and media from UCI and before that a bachelor's of biological sciences at UCI. I've been here 10 years as a student and full-time staff at the libraries. So that's why I've been, uh, I was telling our intern here that I've been on as a music DJ for 9 years. But I just recently decided, you know, after 9 years of music maybe I want to change to Focus on maybe like career subject material, which I am also excited about. Libraries. So this is my second quarter as a public affairs host, and hopefully we'll continue to have great um, librarians and archivists and patrons of libraries and archives just share their their passion for libraries, or maybe you know some are more passionate than others. So maybe just their interest or experience. So we even had a caller call in for our pharmacist guests last week just to ask a question of a pharmacist that might be um, relevant. So let me hear a little bit about your experience. I'm interested to know. Um, Let's start with your most recent experience. So for your major, have you ever had any reason to go to the UCI libraries, like (laughs) reference desk or like writing a research paper, looking through the databases? Because we actually (laughs) purchase... Subscriptions to these databases for journal, you know, findings. So,
1: <laughs> um, for my major specifically, um, not really. I mean, I definitely, of course, go to the library all the time just to study and to look up stuff for other classes. But um, for my major, everything is very um business orientated and it's really like current. So like all the stuff I can find online with more like I guess with digital libraries maybe.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely and the resources. Um, the business librarian, we have um, subject librarians at UC Irvine. So we have for every major, there's a specific librarian that that's under them. They purchase all the materials for that major. So they probably pick the best databases for the business people to have access to. So no. even um, if you go your whole time here not meeting the business librarian, He, um, and his name is Tony, at Langston Library. He is the one, you know, really helping you with your um, electronic um, research in the background. And there's subject guides, so those are helpful when you're taking the class sometimes. I know um, there's RCSs available. They're called, that stands for Research Consultation Service. So if you have, like, a research paper, they can take 30 minutes with you after you give them your topic in advance and they can prepare sources and like tell you different links to go to so these are um, just things I'm wanting to let people know that are on campus here as a resource In the library at the reference desk specifically, which is not the first desk you see when you walk in the library. At Science Library, the first desk you see to your left is the circulation desk on the first floor. That's not the reference desk. And the first desk you see uh, um, to your right is the Interactive Learning Center desk that's Mm -hmm. on the first floor of Science Library. That's not the reference desk. So the reference desk at Science Library is on the second floor through the glass doors across from the elevator in a new location from previous years. And then in Langston Library, main library, the reference desk is on the first floor, so you have to go down one. But the first desk you see when you walk in the main doors of Langston Library, that's the circulation desk on your left. And then the Multimedia Resources Center's desk is on your first floor um, on the other side of the reference desk. So hopefully, um, if people can't go in person, there's also reference help available through instant messenger through the libraries and email and they're always there to help so even just a phone call so um, what is your plan for after graduation
1: <laughs> that is a, a scary question um, there's many things I could do um, still two years off but um. Five uh,
0: year plan, huh? Five year plan.
1: Five year plan. No, I I plan to work. I I, I want to find. I I need. I want work experience afterwards. Um, but yeah, I'm in the process of finding internships related to my major. Or I'm really interested in like um, like enter the entertainment industry. Like,
0: oh, that makes sense since you're um starting hopefully starting a radio show next quarter on air. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Um tie-in, you know, if you're a business major, you want to do in the entertainment business. Yeah. So bands, music-wise mm, or... ...film-wise or... Yeah. Yeah, as a film and media studies major, I was very interested in the radio aspect mm-hmm. as well as the music aspect, yeah. During my um, radio show of nine years, I actually did have a lot of live bands perform in studio right there out in the lobby, and I actually have an online archive of MP3s from... You know, the years 2000 to 2009. I used to have a Saturday 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. slot. Mm -hmm. And I would have a lot of bands that... Actually, a couple of them are pretty famous now. If anybody's heard of Grizzly Bear. Oh, yeah. They're actually on the soundtrack for Eclipse or New Moon or one of the Twilight Mm -hmm. films. And I was just so surprised it's like they were right here at KCI I invited them before they were big they were just like a New York band I thought yeah. looked interesting I was like not even too familiar with their music I was like hey do you guys want to come down before your Spaceland show and they're like uh-huh. okay and so they set up in the lobby all their different instruments and I have pictures online as well if, I think if you go to my website um, I should link my old show maybe to my new show because that's still up there yeah you should and that's just crazy, like, whoa, grizzly bear. And then um, this other band called Funeral Party, they're um, not, not as big, but they recently toured with the Strokes, or Julian Casablanca's of the Strokes, oh, really? in um, Europe. And they were on my show, like, in 2004, maybe. And they were just, like, a little different than they are now. They have switched members and a little bit of their sound. I actually prefer their old sound.
1: But well, What did they sound like before?
0: Um, I guess there's, they're trying to be like, a little garage rock, but it was like, still like party music, and it was just like a, 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 guy band, like a high schoolers from like East LA. I think they were they were pretty cool. Uh, their MP3 might still be online. So just that was a great part of um, having live bands in. Is I did like the interview process. I did like asking about their history, and um, I would have them bring in tracks they would like to play over the air. So. It was just like a big show for whoever was coming in that day. And that was a lot of fun, meeting all the different types of bands that would come through. So in that sense, you know, once in a while, that music show was like a public affairs show. Mm -hmm. And then even now, I like to keep um, my library topics to film and media as much as possible because I'm hoping to become a film librarian. So Uh using my film and media studies bachelor's, I hope to use... um, you know, all this experience in libraries. So not just, mm-hmm. uh, first I thought of becoming a biology librarian, but then I didn't really feel as passionate about science material as I did about film and media material. So hopefully I can, um, also art, like art. And so mm-hmm. on campus they have a visual studies grad program, which we have a Visual Studies Librarian and so she's my mentor. She was actually my first guest on my show at the beginning of summer. Virginia Allison is her name and Visual Studies is a combination of art history and film and media studies. So she's just really great with all those resources and hopefully we can, um, I can take some of that with me. And this actually coming, this coming um, semester, I am signed up for a Music Librarian class. So I can learn about um, music librarianship and music bibliography. Is actually here at KUCI for two years. I was a music librarian. So just keeping the CD organized and uh, vinyl organization mm-hmm. up to date is difficult because it's not you know it's a space issue. There's no space, so you want to try to hopefully. You know, weed out the not so much played CDs, but then that's a problem of like what's not so much played. Mm-hmm. So that you, like, oh, you want to keep everything, and that's a problem archivists have because um, archiving history, they want to keep everything, but some things are not as used as much as others. Yeah. So even for music librarians, it's like, what do you keep? What do you not keep?
1: Where does the stuff you throw away go?
0: Usually, just um, you can donate it to you know, goodwill or Mm -hmm. recycle or see who else might want it. But sometimes you just can't do anything but throw it away. Hopefully. Oh, no. That's not a problem. But Yeah, so hopefully the music librarian this year has fun (laughs) with the collection. I know in the past like maybe three or four years, well, three years ago, they thought about possibly digitizing everything
1: uh-huh. and,
0: you know, get ri- getting rid of the CDs and just having, like, a database we could play from. But then there's copyright issues, and that's a big thing. Um, I mean, you probably know with business, it's like also with law, there's a big copyright, you know, you can get sued for yeah. all kinds of stuff. So it's very uh, delicate even with podcasting, which is a problem, you know, how, what, how much of a music clip can you put on your podcast? Well, they say no more than 30 seconds because that's just a sample. If you put
1: mm-hmm.
0: the whole song, you're stealing the song. So, yeah. And also with um, Film and Media, they taught us, you know, you can change music by, you know, talking over it or m- remixing it and then it's a new piece it's not the original piece mm-hmm. so for instance background music I don't think is a violation of copyright really because we're talking over it so in a way it's like spoken word it's like mm-hmm. a remix it's like not the original piece you're not in yeah. m- m- airing the an entire song for oh hey go take it like yeah. you can't really edit out all this um, mm-hmm. added audio so this is you know most likely fine <laughs> and Um, I want to remind everyone, you're listening to Our Digital Future, Fridays at 4 p.m. with me, Z B Z. And I didn't get to thank um, our last show. We heard from 1 to 4 p.m. on Friday, we heard Electric Pop Rocks. That's Eclectic Ear Candy with Alex and Monique. And I thank them for introducing my show. And stay tuned in about six minutes for activism for amateurs, tips on how to be an activist, student leader, or just more involved in the community with Lauren. That's 4.30 to 5.00 p.m. So this quarter we've gotten um, half hour public affairs time slots. Last quarter I had about an hour which is harder to fill if you didn't have a guest, then you have like an hour to talk about. Mm-hmm. So in that case, I played a song in the middle as well as in the beginning and the end, so that I could break up my hour mm-hmm. into two different topics, and I would try to switch it up.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: then it wouldn't be too much. It would just be like 15 minutes in the first half, 15 in the second. And um, next week, we actually have a guest for sure coming in. We have Jeff Schneidwin, and he works here at the UCI Libraries, and he's al- also a former um, KCI. DJ, but from like the 70s or 80s, wow. so way a long time ago, but he's definitely got a lot to talk about the digital future of the libraries because he's an emerging, emerging technologies department at the library, so it'll be exciting to have him as well. And I want to remind everyone, um, today we have in, an intern as our guest, and would you like to introduce yourself again?
1: Okay, I am Ryan Hall.
0: Ryan, thank you. Thank you. I hope you learned something about... I did. Something. And <laughs> <laughs> if you ever wanted to call us up, we're at 949-824-5824. That's UCI KUCI. That's for being on air if you had a question or if you want to make a request. That's not the business line, however. But um, now I'm going to say goodbye. And I thank you very much, Ryan. I hope um, this was <laughs> okay for you. <laughs> Our digital future. Thank you. Thank you. So here's some "Hey Mercedes." We're gonna end with the song called "Quit," which is very appropriate.